Hello. Pastor Deborah here. Hi. Welcome again to another word of encouragement for you. That's right. I'm always out here studying, looking how words of spirit and life can be encouraging to you. Oh, there's many ways to get encouraged when you're down, feeling hopeless, when things seem dark and darkness is all around you and hope seems so far away, but there's always a way. It's always a little crack where the light can shine in. So I'm here to bring to you another word of encouragement video from the Zoom studio of Agape Love. Love is here's global teaching ministry. This is using a motion video once again by Pixabay, the wonderful organization that provides free motion videos from its creators. We want to give a great big thank you to Pixabay. And we are praying that God will bless it with much success and bring a blessing to the creators. Thank you, Pixabay, for allowing Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, to use your wonderful motion videos. Now we're going to get into this new word of encouragement video lesson words of hope for you and it is number 28 you will see on the screen when i put the titles up 28-2 of 2022 this video is number 2 for the year 2022 can you believe it we're coming to the end of a year already, and we are now in a new one. When you see this, it'll be a brand new year. Mm -hmm. That's right. But today's word of encouragement is to ask you an important question. You know how I like to ask you questions, because there's no other way that you can assess yourself. Many of you have feelings and thoughts, don't know where they're coming from. Some know that they had experiences, trauma in childhood. Others don't know. They don't know how to get out of the deep pit of their thoughts, their feelings, their dreams. But Pastor Deborah's here, along with Agape Love, Love is Here's Ministries, to bring you hope, words of encouragement for you. This one is entitled, Whose Child? Son, which means offspring, not a male sex. Are you? Who's your mama and papa? Who birthed you? Whose sperm and egg produced you? 
Oh, I'm not talking about the physical body of you. That needed a physical egg and a woman's womb. And it needed the sperm of a male, biological male. That's right. I believe right now around the world, there is a lot of fighting and desiring to change a woman and a man, their titles, what they do, not to look at the biology. You know, you can change biology. You can change it through drugs, surgery. But when the woman and the man do come together biologically, they bring with them an egg from the woman and a sperm from the male. And they come together in union. And they begin forming the biological body of a child in the womb of a woman. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's how babies, they can be conceived, though, I found out, in a Petri dish. But they can't implant that conceived embryo into a dog or a cat or a cow or a monkey. And those animals cannot carry the fetus, the baby that's being formed in a, of a human inside of them doesn't work, has to be inside of a woman's womb, who is a biological female, who was born with a womb, a cervix, and has ovaries. You can, like I said, you can conceive it in a Petri dish in a laboratory. You can even take that conceived egg and sperm and implant it in a virgin, a female who's never had sex. That's going to be how in many, many years to come, some guy is going to come forth saying he was born miraculously without a male because he's going to try to become the great one of the whole world, the Christ, the one that is going to save all of humanity. If they will follow him, submit to him, be under his control, mm -hmm. and do exactly as he says through his ministers, his enforcement. Mm -hmm. That's coming. That's predicted, prophesied, and will come. But right now, it's not here yet. But there are what they call Antichrist, those who are going to come and who are going to try to be ready to step up to that powerful global worldly position of ruler, king, magistrate, supreme ruler of the whole world. They're always ready. They're always behind the scene. There's always one that's being born, conceived in a laboratory petri dish, implanted in a woman who's never had sex. Mm -hmm. It's going on all the time. It's nothing new. But this video is to help you to try to find out who are your parents. 
not biologically, but who would you say are the parents of your soul? Oh, yes, your soul has parents. They teach you and train you, raise you up in your thoughts, your ideas, your concepts, your principles that your soul lives out of, that your soul reflects your parenting. It reflects your early childhood education and with all the trauma. Mm -hmm. Your soul does out through your physical body. Mm -hmm. Then there is some parents of your spirit. Oh, you don't even know you have a spirit. Well, you do. I call it the forever person, the one that lives on after death. There is a parent or parents of your spirit. Mm -hmm. Something had to give it life. Something had to birth it. And once you're able to discover that, you can look at it, ask it, find out who were the parents. Whose offspring is your spirit of and from? These are vital questions. Pastor Deborah had to learn about, study. And now she's teaching you. We go through seasons of our life where it's hard, we're tested and tried in fire. We have seasons of where we rest and study, seasons of doing just worldly things. Then we have seasons of study again. And then God changes and says, now it's time for you to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. And use the wisdom you have gained, the knowledge to help other children that are coming. So, yes, your spirit has a parent. You're somebody's child. Your soul is somebody's child that has been trained and educated, developed, good or bad. And your biological body came from somebody. Now, it's just made up of dirt. So the egg and the sperm biologically are just dirt. That's why when we die, it turns to dust. Have you ever thought what happens to your soul? What happens to your thoughts and ideas and beliefs, concepts, your desires you have? What happens to them? Where do they go? Does that part of you just cease to exist when the physical body goes back to the dust? What about your spirit? Does it just disappear? Just not exist anymore? Well, Pastor Deborah is here to tell you that that spirit, that forever person, lives on. And it will take with it the soul who is the spirit's personality. Until it can be changed, born again by new parents. So this video is to help us discover, explore, and ask ourselves, whose child, whose offspring, meaning son, are you? Mm -hmm. We want to look at your spirit and your soul. We're going to begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, what a great topic you have chosen for this word of encouragement so that people can look at their real selves and at their soul 
and ask themselves some deep questions that you will help them to answer. We thank you for this teaching. We thank you for Pixabay. We thank you that there are hearts that will listen intently to this video word of encouragement that's for them from you. We thank you that you are at work. You are doing your work here on planet Earth in the realm of the spirit, in dreams and visions. You are trying to help people to see what has been hidden from them in the darkness, trying to help them have hope and to explore themselves. Father, you're trying to unsear consciences, bring light into the darkness of ignorance, and to birth again brand new spiritual beings called your image and likeness that you will call your child, your offspring, your son. A non-gender spirit that will inherit all the inheritance of the everlasting covenant. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father. This is your work because you love humanity. You have fought for them. You have died for them. So they could be with you in that everlasting life, eternity, and in the kingdom of heaven. And then that you will create a new earth for them to return to. So we thank you, Father, in the name of yourself, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. All right, let's get into number 28-2. We're going to use the scripture verses John 1, 1 through 5, and 10 through 13. John was one of the first apostles of this Christ Jesus has its own book in the Bible, the King James and other Bibles. I use the King James because there's no commentaries from any religious leader, teacher, denomination, just pure word translated into English. I have chosen that since I was a little child. I wanted the Holy Spirit, who's my teacher, to be my translator. He knows what the Father intends and what is behind the words. There are two levels of the word of God. There's one level for your soul. Mm -hmm. There's one level for your physical body. But the main level is for your spirit to get nourished, fed, and grown up so it can take this spiritual words of life, nourishment, light, understanding, wisdom, and pass it to your soul. So your soul will be transformed from what it is today to a new creature. And your physical body can be healed of its sicknesses and diseases. That's right. It's a powerful unity of three that are one. And then if you add in the Holy Spirit in them, which represents he's a governor for 
this God, this father who wants you as his child. That's four who are in one, a wonderful family and unity that usually needs lots and lots of work and education so that every part of a human, you, come into compliance or in unity and thought and concepts and principles and deeds and actions of your father, that which created you, rebirthed you, gave you life spiritually. Mm -hmm. And his laws of life have formed your physical body, your soul. Now, your physical body and your soul have all been perverted. And they became as your spirit did, even in the womb, the child of another. Perversion set in. One group that was originally created fell. And out of their seed and their egg came all of humanity. From Adam, who had man inside of him, a spirit being and wound man, woman, when they disobeyed and ate of a fruit of a tree that they were told not to eat of, called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were told they would surely die, and they did. The Holy Spirit left them. The Son's image and likeness left, and you had a darkened spirit who fell down into the flesh, just married to it, follower of it, following the soul and the physical body wherever they wanted to go. But along came somebody that said, we got to help them. But they broke some laws. Somebody has to pay. Somebody has to go to jail. Somebody has to be punished. So a young man named Christ Jesus was sent he had the Holy Spirit in him. He represented the second Adam. He would be a life-giving spirit. And he would take the price, pay the punishment for all of humanity by taking the wrath, the punishment of the law that Adam broke way, way back in Genesis. And when he did that, the punishment, the judgment was satisfied. And all of our humanity, that's us, could apply that freedom and justice, mercy and forgiveness to ourselves. We could plead our case before the judge, and he would say, not guilty. Because mm -hmm. another paid the price for us, took our punishment, and he said, now that spirit and soul can be returned back to its original father. But it wouldn't go back the way it was. It would be reborn, rebirthed into a new creature that had never been seen before, brand new. And these verses that we're going to look at are going to help us understand that. So let's begin. John 1, 1 through 5, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, 
and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Here are, we're learning that God has thoughts, words, and he considers the Word very important. It's his revealed thoughts. But until he spoke out into the vastness of nothingness to create, the word was always with him. His thoughts and ideas, his concepts were always deep on the inside of him, in his mind, in his heart. The word, his revealed thoughts. He looked at it in a strange way. It was with him, but it was him. So you learn right there. When you have a thought, it is you. But it could be another speaking to you, wanting you to believe it's you. But some people who work in the occult, they know that something other than them is talking to them. The word is vital. We communicate with each other, with ourselves. Verse number two. The same, the word, this pattern of the word in God and the word was God and was with God, was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made by him, by God and his word. And without him, the word was not anything made that was made. These two, this God and his word, made everything. They made the patterns, the laws, the justice, the judgment. They created heaven, hell, the lake of fire, earth. They created angels and every creature and life form, known and unknown, seen and unseen. These were the works of this God and his word. He is a powerful creator. He has some strange looking creatures. If you've ever seen some of them in the deep ocean, even some of the insects and flowers. Mm -hmm. Verse four, in him, in God, in his word was life. And the life was the light of men. Light means knowledge, wisdom, understanding, truth. Mm -hmm. So he's a God of life that brings knowledge to you and truth. This is such a valuable lesson to know. See, this video is reflecting him. Now, you see light coming. That's his word. You see it going out to the universe from that center right there. Deep inside that center was God himself. 
This sort of represents God speaking, sending forth his word that was filled with life. It carried knowledge, carried truth, carried wisdom, all within the word. Verse number five, and the light shines in darkness. Darkness always means ignorance, lack of knowledge, lack of truth, lack of understanding. The light is always shining. It can be blocked out, as you know, here, here on earth. The sun's light can be blocked out by dark clouds. Hmm? When the earth turns, some parts of the earth now are at nighttime, but it gets its light from the moon. So light can be obscured, reflected off of something. But God created ways that even in the darkness where there is no light, you would make your own light within you. That's what happens when you become a child of this light. That light goes inside you, inside the deepness of your spirit, so that no matter where you go, no matter where you physically travel, no matter where your soul is at, the deep darkness that it gets into, or you're being hurt and abused, that light is always with you, shining in your spirit. Oh, it may be small, clouded, squished, but it's there for you and to help you. Verse number 10 of John 1. He Oh, the light. Now we're learning that the light is a he, that the word is a he. A he means a male. It's the sun. The sun means offspring. When you see the rays coming off, can you see them? That is he. That's the offspring. That's the word. That's the light coming out of the mind and the heart of God. The word which is spoken, released, is an offspring. So when you talk to me or I'm talking to you, the words you are hearing are an offspring, a child of my soul. And if my soul is in right relationship, been transformed by my spirit through the word of God, then you are hearing, I am releasing the words of light to you, the offspring of God's own heart and mind himself. The offspring of God is coming through me. So we are learning that the light, and a lot of times we see that 
reflected in people. But some people have dark light inside of them, fire. We see it in hate, murdering, killing babies in the womb, hurting innocent children, abusing their spouses, their partners, hurting nature and creation, breaking laws, illegal, not following the rules set down, greed, lust, sexual desires, just wanting to be entertained, don't want to know the truth, mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol, no peace, no hope. Those are all offsprings of the father that's within them that created them. Not the God, this God, he doesn't do that. But he has an adversary. That adversary's name is Satan, who used to be Lucifer. He was a he is a fallen cherubim, a fiery guy that rose up in pride from this light. You can take this light that's in you, that shines through you and claim it for your own and begin to think, I am the light. I need to be the center. It's all about me. And that will pervert you through pride. Mm -hmm. When you think you're the man, that your plan going to solve all the world's problems, when you think you're the best orator or politician, and then you have to lie, cheat, and steal to win your elections, you oppress people, you do anything for money, you are showing and reflecting who your father is, what word is in you, what light you have. And we don't have to look very far to see it or hear it. It comes out of you. Pastor Deborah has had to learn how to listen carefully to people. Watch their behaviors. Mm -hmm. And then I have to learn to look with my spiritual eyes. Hear with my spiritual ears their spirit. Because I discovered human beings are capable of forming multiple personalities and being whoever they need to be to whoever they need to be it and disguising their true self, hiding away behind anything so they will not get discovered. Some people are so lusting after money They'll use their own children. They become mafia leaders, corrupt. Some people are driven by sex, sexual desires. Some people are driven by prophecies spoken over them as children. Some people just want power. But what it really means is I want authority. I want the robes, the titles. I want recognition as a world leader, a royal leader. Mm -hmm. And some people try to do that. 
Believe it or not, all of humanity, they say they don't like kings and royalty, majesty and glory, but they do. Every little girl loves and wants to be a princess. She'll buy a t-shirt. The men want to be king of the sandbox. King with absolute rulership and leadership. Mm -hmm. If you asked any politician, if they never had to be elected again and could stay there in their position for life and pass on their position to their child, would they like that? That's what kings do. It's a family business. Mm -hmm. But man rejected that for his leaders, this God, this God of the light, this God of life. They didn't want this invisible God and his words to be their king. That means you must obey them, orders, commands, and statutes, decrees to obey. They wanted to have a king like all other human nations did at the time, to judge them and go into battle for them. At that time, humanity was a flesh creature, believed in gods, but didn't want to follow them. It needed statutes or earthly temples, needed a physical body. Lots of good stories about that. All right, back to the scriptures. We were just at verse 10, he, the light, is where we were. So you learn the light is a he, a male. The word of God was in the world. This light is so powerful. It shines in the spirit realm and in the earthly realm. Here on earth, a good example to see that is our sun. It shines steadily, going out all the time. Mm -hmm. It's always here. Can't see it because it has different levels and rays of light. And so does the word of God. And the world here on earth, the spiritual realm that's on it, and the world was made by God. God created the earth, the dirt all the creatures, and he put a governing system of life over it. In every creature, it has a system, a law of life. God created those original patterns mm -hmm, for all of life. Then what happened? Death was allowed to enter into this world through Satan who was in that serpent in the garden, speaking to woman and man. And then they got kicked out of that garden because they were now unrighteous, could not live in that presence of God anymore. And one of their sons named Cain, he was told that sin, which is the precursor before death, was at his door, knocking, trying to get in. And so what happened was Cain killed his own brother 
out of jealousy and not having the right sacrifice. He just brought grains from the earth that God had cursed. And he opened the door and death entered into this world. The rulership of the kingdom of this light. The rulership was gone. And now a new king called Satan and his kingdom ruled. Sin was a part of it. Death was the consequences. Death meant separation from the spirit of God, the presence of God. Death to your purpose. Death physically. Death to your soul. Death in all forms. Now, he couldn't kill the spirit, but it could be cut off, and it was. It sunk down into the deep darkness, dungeons and pits of the soul. The conscience was seared over. It knew no right or wrong anymore. We see that in many people, in their actions, their words, and their behaviors. And it takes a great light, love, and mercy to come. You can see that in a wonderful, wonderful movie called Steel Toes. It's on the website and on YouTube about a neo-Nazi young man who hurt somebody. And he was in jail and going to go to prison. And a Jewish man was trying to help him. And this Hindu man who got hurt wrote him a letter, told him he forgave him. And that letter broke the hard wax grossness off, unseared the consciousness of the young man to his actions, his thoughts, his deeds, broke him. And now he could receive the light. The light was working through love to come in. So we're learning that the light is here on the earth. And it provides a governing system for us, for our spirit, for our soul, and for our physical body. But many people did not know him this light, this word, and we have to help them, like I'm doing you, teaching, showing, loving on you. Verse number 11, he, the word that was life and light, came into his own. We learn in that part of verse 11, the word again is a he, a male. So when you see out in the world people discussing sex, there is really no male, there's no female. You're just whatever you want to be. And any time you call yourself a male, you are a horrible creature. You are racist. You are domineering. Because what Satan's trying to do is to take the word of God and his light and life, who is a he, a male, a king, and destroy its image and likeness and your acceptance of him in your life. And it came down here. God said, I got to go. 
I need my son. I'll create a dirt body for him. I'll put myself in him. And I will come to those that I desire to be my children, my offspring, so that they can have the inheritance of the everlasting covenant. This God, it's way back there. He wants a family, wants children. And they got lost to him right almost from the beginning, right in the garden itself sort of the womb of God, man was aborted. Their purpose, their plan, killed. That was the first abortion in the very presence womb of the Garden of Eden by Satan, who came in through deception and encouraged breaking of the law. The one law that they had, don't touch that fruit, don't eat it or you will surely die. An abortion occurred from the outside through deception. And they were kicked out of the presence of God. They died. Mm -hmm. And God is saying right here, I came unto you. I sent myself inside of a dirt body. I came through the legal way, the womb of a woman. No demonic spirit was ever born that way. They were all created in heaven. But they know that a human spirit that has a dirt body attached to it, which is considered the home, the tent of the spirit, is the legal rulership leader spirit on planet Earth. So the demonic spirits have to get inside of your spirit, operate through your spirit to your soul through your physical body so they can control and have their kingdom as we originally were to have with the Holy Spirit, this spirit inside our spirit, out through our soul and physical body to rule and reign for God here on this planet that was created for us and it was given to us to manage, to watch over. Now, we don't own it. God owns it by right of creation. But we were to manage it for him. We were to be kings and rulers and leaders over nature, over the people, over the weather, over the systems. But we lost all that. And another entered into our spirit, Satan, and then his demons. And they now have rulership of us, the world, the weather, nature. They've perverted and twisted, changed everything. Now they're trying to change words, concepts, indoctrinating our youth. Mm -hmm. trying to bring in all kinds of hate and violence. Because first they have to create that world in order for the enforcers to come, the mighty kings of politicians and governments, to bring in martial law. They're testing us in many ways, oppressing us. That is currently 
the rulership, the world that's on the earth. But the kingdom of heaven is here through this spirit inside of Pastor Deborah and many others. And we have to develop that, learn the kingdom, learn the laws, be taught in our spirit and out through our souls and out through our physical bodies. So he is saying when he came long, long ago, he put himself inside of a body named Jesus, who was the child of Mary, not of Joseph. This spirit was inside, but he said the world did not know him. The world was in darkness, ignorant, spiritually, did not know who he was. It had been so long since he had any spiritual interaction with the spirit. He tried to talk. He sounded strange. Cast out devils. Well, and he said he was a king from the kingdom of heaven. Wasn't a religious leader. Wasn't an imam. Wasn't a prophet, even though he prophesied. He was a teacher. He was teaching us things we had long forgotten and never knew. Verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power, that means ability, to become the sons, the offsprings, the children, the image and likeness of God, the heavenly father, even to them that believe just on his name. So he was trying to get children for the father. Mm -hmm. And you had to have some power to believe that and to become that. And he said, okay, if you receive me as the king of heaven, as the son of God, I'll give you power to become like I am, a son, a child of God. But if you just believe on my name and never have met me, never had really any contact with me. I'll help you too. Verse number 13. He says, these which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. He is saying, the spirit cannot be born out of the earthly womb. Not going to have that kind of rebirth. Not going to have it because the man wants to create a child. So he's telling people just because you put an egg and a sperm in a Petri dish, that's the will of man. You will not create one of God's children that way. Only God can make this happen. And only God through his word has told us how. So first, we all got to get back there as children of this God, of this light, of this truth, started off in the garden. We have to first get reborn. So we'll have the word of God within us, his reflection, his expression inside of our spirit, in the Holy of Holies, deep on the inside of our spirit. 
so it can shine its light out to us, give us its understanding and knowledge, help us to grow spiritually. So your word of encouragement is, ask yourself this question. Whose child are you spiritually? Whose offspring are you spiritually? Pastor Deborah is an offspring, a child, a son of this God, a spirit and life and light, the creator God of all that, the universe, all creation. Now, he didn't pervert, twist all of nature. He did not bring death and violence. Even though in times of battle, in order to set people free, he did do mighty battles and people died. He was dealing with flesh creatures and he had an attitude and he had to go away between the Old Testament and the New Testament about 400 years and get himself together. He couldn't continue to strive with flesh. Makes you mad. Makes you sad, angry. And you just want to strike out. And he had to finally realize, I can't keep doing that. These people do not have my spirit, my light of life and my word in them. They are just flesh. Their spirits are dead to me. They are creatures of the darkness and ignorance and of this world of Satan and his kingdom. So that I will wait till the fullness of time, and then I will send my son, my own word, inside of a dirt body, out through the legal way through a woman, Mary. I will come into this world myself and help them. First, I got to get them reborn. Then I got to raise them up and teach them. I will use Satan, though. All that's down here to test them, to try them, to help them learn what they need to learn, to rise up spiritually and become a mighty ruler on earth for the kingdom of heaven, to become a king, a leader, a sovereign, a majesty filled with power and authority of the kingdom of myself. So that is your word of encouragement. Ask yourself, if you're one of his children, how old are you? What grade in school have you been released by the father? Pastor Deborah has. I was under teachers and tutors in church for a long, long time, 30, 40 years. I had a lot to learn to catch up on. I had to know the reality of the spiritual world. The demons, Satan, darkness, ignorance. I had to know God. I had to know Isaiah 61 and 62, his heart's desires. I had to see the condition of you. And then when I was ready, and I had passed many, many tests, God laid his hands on me and said, now you may go forth as a king in the, for the kingdom of heaven on earth. I will give you legions to protect you, legions to send out and do battle. All of heaven will back you up. You will be protected. Now go and rule and reign. 
bind the enemy, stop him, take counsel with me, be a warrior, go into the darkness, go into the wombs of aborted babies being aborted, go into satanic meetings, go as a special ops soldier, live a life as a warrior, a king with wisdom and knowledge, able to judge spiritually, righteously, help the king of the kingdom of heaven to accomplish his goals and his desires to have children. But first, ask yourself, whose child are you spiritually? Who raised your soul up? Mm -hmm. Are you the son of Satan? Or are you the son of this loving God? Whose child are you? Who do you reflect out through your spirit, soul, and body? Whose words come out of your mouth? Do you line up with your God? Some people say they are devout believers of their faith and religion, but they violate the rules. They say they're faithful followers of their God, but they break the rules. They can't even follow that. But this word of encouragement is to help you to look at yourself. To know there is hope for you. There is a loving, loving father who wants to be a part of your spiritual life and to put his word in your deep spirit to create a throne and a holy of holies in there for himself so he can teach you. You can come to him spiritually, get counsel and understanding, direction and guidance. And to have an intimate conversation and relationship with. And from that position, with the word of light and life, the word which is God, you will then transform your soul so it can reflect out through the physical body, through its thoughts, its feelings, the words of light. Life, love, joy, peace, forgiveness, and invite others to come and be his offspring, his child of the kingdom of heaven and be a royal king with no gender at all and help to rule and reign here on planet earth for the kingdom and its king. God bless you. Take this word of encouragement and you do some searching on you. Love always and forever. Pastor Deborah, I'll see you again in another video of words of encouragement from the Zoom studio. Love. Bye.